welcome to the talk show for talkers on irishtalkers.com. Hello, Toastmasters, would-be Toastmasters, listeners and friends. You're very welcome to the talk show for talkers on irishtalkers.com. I left you in suspense yesterday. And the reason for that was this is a very special guest. And I'm going to qualify that by telling you the reason I'm going to be interviewing this guest. I heard this guest saying about a humorous speech that she doesn't do humor. Well, we're going to find out more in this interview because the person I'm interviewing is Moira O'Brien. Moira, you're very welcome to the talk show for talkers on irishtalkers.com. Thank you very much, Ted. Strangely, this podcast is no stranger to me because I seem to have been involved in it for nearly seven years or eight. Oh, I don't know. It's been a hell of a long time anyway, Ted. Yeah, definitely, Myra, for as long as it's been there. But you're here now in a different capacity, Myra. You'll have to think I have five questions for you. Oh, my God. Do I have to go through all the questions? Haven't I done this before, Ted? You I did, must, so you I know the answers, so I'm, I'm going to give you different questions. <laughs> okay. Far away, the reason, Yeah. The reason we've decided to have this interview is exactly that. You did say it to me one time, in fact, you said it to a number of people, that you didn't do humour. Yet, I saw you winning the Blarney Toastmasters humorous speech the other night, and I'm not sure if anybody came within, well, I won't say, I won't use the phrase, since it's an animal we're talking about and it's not an ass. So nobody came with an ass's roar of humour. Asses were involved in the particular humorous speech. So would you like to, without giving away everything no, and without disqualifying yourself in the next round, just in case people might think we're favouring the great Mara O'Brien, how were you inspired to come up with the speech you came up with? Well, Ted... It's really quite simple because I had no ideas about a humorous speech at all. And I just thought, well, my dog has an interesting life. I'll go and ask him, can he give me some ideas? Right. And we had a conversation and he told me lots of things which I had to think about. And I decided that, yeah, what he's telling me actually is quite amusing. So I sat down and I wrote down all the things that he told me. And... Somehow or another, the humour just came out of it. It it wasn't written deliberately for humour. Actually, I tell a lie. It was totally written for humour, but uh, (laughs) I didn't have to struggle to find the humour in the speech. And this is something which I had learnt from my guru, Craig Valentine. And one of the things that he says is, don't look for humour. Humour will come out of your speech. Don't try and get it. Let it just come. And I started writing this speech. I had some ideas. I had some things which I knew were going to be funny. And I had them rolling around in my mind for about three weeks after I committed to doing the speech, much against my better judgment. But all that was just the first paragraph. And it was where my dog would have come from in in his mind. Yes, of course. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he's a Labrador cross Daffy. Right, And, of course, Labrador is in Canada and Staffordshire is in England. So then we're in Ireland. So that gave me a good start. The rest of it just flowed from there because I told his story. I really didn't have to work hard at it. Now, 
if you were to say to me, Moira, okay, so now write a humorous speech about you, about me, I would say, I can't do it. I've no idea. And I think think the secret to this, the secret to this, Paul, thank you for for, uh, coming in there, it's no problem. The secret to this is that you get an idea and you run with it and you see where it goes. It might go nowhere. It might go into a dead end. But generally, if you get an idea, there's usually a reason for that idea coming. And if you write it straight, don't try to get funny things in it. Just write it straight. And then look at it and look back and say, well, okay, if I just change this word or I change that sentence around, we could, we could get a laugh out of that. And if we get that idea in there instead of the other idea. You can get a laugh out of that. And the laughs come out of what you've written. But that's a different thing to sitting down and saying, I want to write a funny speech. And that's how this speech came about. And I'm I'm glad to say it was a very well-received speech. And it it won our contest. I'm modest enough to say that uh, I, I didn't think it would win. I hoped it would. I got more reaction from the audience than my co- uh, other competitors so I knew I was doing quite well does that answer your question <laughs> yes Dr Doolittle it certainly <laughs> does because I was always wondering who that Dr Doolittle was no we know and I think what you have done Moira for contestants in humorous speech contests all over Toastmasters you have just given them the template for a very successful speech. Because I can see people whose favourite hobby is fishing coming in and giving speeches on, on behalf of what the trout that they cast or the, the eels that they cast or the, the fungies and the dolphins that shouldn't have been cast and the whales with the intelligence, I can see them all coming in with speeches that are going to actually envelop all the animals of the planet that we live on. I well, can just see the fellow with the big long neck, the giraffe. <laughs> He's got some kind of a neck. He's got a neck to come up with that. And I've got, I can tell you something, I, where I can see the real humour coming in is the mighty mouse when he scares the out of the elephant. So that, the, yeah. the manure will be flying. So I think you've just given us the template for giving a humorous speech. Interesting, I think Ted. Incre- I think it's incredible. I'm completely after changing the way I'm thinking <laughs> about humorous speeches. <laughs> That's brilliant, Moira. That's that's right. Okay. I genuinely well, mean that. I think that's brilliant. Let's actually boil this down, Ted, because what you're saying is actually very true. But what the kernel of this is that you put yourself in somebody else's shoes and that somebody else is talking to you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's really okay, I chose an animal. It doesn't need to be an animal. What you've suggested, of course, all these different animals. Yes, you could do yes, something. Yeah. But it doesn't need to be an animal. It can be Paul. It yes. can, I can say, right, I can pretend to be Paul and Paul talking about me, for example. And oh, I can yeah, put you, won't wo- like, you won't like what he's saying. Exactly. Tomorrow. I can put words in his mouth. And <laughs> yeah. I can be really horrible to uh, me. Know. We know yeah. that too, Mara. <laughs> yeah, well, I, <laughs> but you see, when you do that... It's self-deprecating humour, and self-deprecating humour very often goes down very well. 
people like to see somebody doing themselves yeah, down so in a funny way. You said another person, but what you did was you used an animal. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be an animal. As I say, it can be Paul, or it could be you, yeah. or it could be... Well, do you remember I did the roast of Sharon? Sharon being our, our previous yes. uh, contributor to this podcast. Mm -hmm. And uh, I chose her as my roast. Now, I could do a roast yes. of Sharon doing a roast of me. Do you see? You By turning it around, you can see make it even yeah, funnier. That's clever. Yeah. yeah. So there. I'm not an expert. This is my very, very, very first that's humorous very speech. Humor. I get humor out of my speeches, but the humor comes from the speech, not something that is deliberately written for humor. It just arises out of the speech. And I will try and get that in every speech that I do. I will look for where can I get a laugh in something. Just one or two laughs in a speech. This is just taking it to a whole new degree. Writing out something and looking how you can turn well, things around cool. to yeah. get a laugh. To get as many laughs as you can. But remember, a humorous speech doesn't have to be a funny speech. Now, I, that sounds a bit counterintuitive. A humorous mm. speech really should be a chuckle, chuckle, chuckle speech, not a laugh out loud, belly laugh speech. There's a subtle difference. You're not being a stand up comic where you're looking for a laugh every few seconds, you know, at the end of every sentence or the end of every couple of sentences. You want something for people to, to just stand back and smile all the way through and a chuckle here and a chuckle there. That's what should be your aim. If you get belly laughs, great but you don't need to be looking specifically to get belly laughs every time i agree with you 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 put it very well there and also you have to have a team running through the speech so that it's a logical speech as well and that's what i liked about your speech that it, it had logic in it and it hmm. made the rest of us think the way you were giving it to us to try and think from the animals perspective which i thought was gorgeous yeah because everybody loves <clears throat> animals mm. That's true. You know, and that, and that but, connected, that connection was there with the audience. Mm -hmm. And when you said you saw people smiling, it was great. It, I don't know whether you were able to identify judges in the audience or not, because there was about no. 90 people <laughs> at, at the meeting. But if you could identify the judges, you would have known straight away that you were running away with it. <laughs> Moira, thank you for being a wonderful guest this week on the talk show for talkers on the talking of humor thank you Mara. see yep. you all tomorrow when we'll be back with a more sobering thought from mr paul omani paul is going to be giving you advice to the clubs on how their speech champions can continue to win at area division and district contests see you then <laughs> The Talk Show for Talkers is published every week in sections at 4pm every Friday, Saturday, Sunday and Monday. Go to our website irishtalkers.com for more information.